0: Welcome to the Mastering Mindfulness Institute, a place to stop diet sabotage and create a life of balance. I'm your host, Gina Werfel, Registered Dietitian and Master of Human Nutrition. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about the idea of progress. And how do you know if you are making good progress? This is something that is so good to talk about because it's something I often see where people, they don't know how they feel about their progress. And sometimes they get a little bit disappointed and discouraged and they're not really sure if they're doing really great. And this is what can completely, if you get your mind right about this, you can completely keep yourself going and on track and moving forward Or, if you get too hung up on it and think about it the wrong way, it can entirely crush you and stop your progress, all based on how you wrap your head around it. And this is so important because almost everybody in the Mastering Mindfulness program, actually I think everybody in the Mastering Mindfulness program faces this idea of how do they feel about their progress and where they're at. And the truth is, Mastering Mindfulness is a completely different way of approaching how you've ever gone about things. So most people follow the traditional dieting model where they generate a lot of motivation and a lot of willpower and they get really excited and they completely 180 their whole life. So they're eating really good all of a sudden, working out really hard, they're really trying and they're creating massive change, massive, massive change overnight. It's just because of a decision to do it. The problem with that model is that you get really excited and almost high, like you are high on your own success and progress, and you're holding on to that so tightly, but you didn't do the deeper work of why are some of your patterns the way that they are. So you hold on to willpower and motivation for as long as you possibly can until at some point it usually leads to self sabotage. So the problem is you get this big dopamine rush, this big hit of progress really fast but it didn't get down deep into the root of what is really going on here and how do we change some of these really stubborn behaviors and patterns. So if you are stuck in that, if you're one of the people who are stuck in that where you will get all motivated, you get yourself amped up, you give yourself this big talk like you're changing for good and you're really holding on and then you sabotage it, it's time to do it, take a different approach. So in Mastering Mindfulness, what we do is not focus on Perfection and the willpower, we focus on understanding our patterns and behaviors so that we can really get in control over our food so that whether we choose to eat healthy or unhealthy, we are the ones in control. And what it can create is more consistency and trust with your body in the long term. Now, the thing with mastering mindfulness is it takes a lot of practice. So instead of using willpower and trying to force yourself with motivation, we're actually using skills to practice how do you eat to get in control over your food? How do you practice connecting with your body to listen to how to honor it? How do you practice connecting with your feelings so that you're not using food to avoid them? So there are a lot of skills that need to be practiced. I actually throw quite a few skills at everyone who's working on this stuff so that they feel really confident that when they get cravings, they know what they are, what their emotions are, what tools do they need to practice. But that's the key, is that instead of using willpower and trying to muscle our way through it, we're actually using skills and techniques that change the source of those patterns. So instead of constantly cutting weeds, which is what traditional dieting does, you're like cutting the weed, cutting the weed, you're using willpower and it comes back, using willpower and it comes back. We're actually doing the dirty work to dig in there and dig out the weed, which can be a lot more work up front because we're actually, we have a lot of skills that we have to practice instead of short-term willpower, right? So I hope you're following me here. There is, there is definitely a difference and it might be a little bit tricky to wrap your head around if you're not practicing those skills or you're not in the program, but there are so many skills around that you can practice around eating and gaining confidence with your food and your body. So just like practicing anything, it's a road to practice and create progress. And I thought about this when I was learning how to jump rope. I am a notoriously bad jump roper. I remember being in gym class when I was younger and I could maybe get the jump rope around once or twice, maybe three or four times and I was really trying and I felt so embarrassed. Like I am not a good jump roper. And this actually showed up in many ways in my life. I, to this day, I still can't do a pull-up on my own. I'm working on it, but I've always identified with me being the person as I'm not going to, I can't do a pull-up or I'm just not a very strong person. Um there's a lot of things that I've identified with as I am not that kind of person. I'm not very good at playing a musical instrument. And when I ask and when I tell that to any of my friends who do like to play instruments, who are good at music, they're like, "Oh, it's okay. You just need the right teacher. You just need practice and the right teacher." And I'm like, "Huh, that's interesting." And so one day I was with my friend Jason and he was like, you know, jump roping would be, we always work out together. He's my gym buddy. And we would always work out together and he'd say, you know, jump rope would be really great for you, for you just like warming up, be good cardio for you. He always gives me good advice. And I said, no, I don't jump rope. I'm not good at jump roping. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I've never been good at jump roping. And he said, not with that attitude, you're not. And he literally bought me a jump rope and sent it to me. And the jump rope showed up and I was like, wow, this was so huge for me. If I am identifying with, I'm either going to be horrible at it or I'm going to be someone who was born a great jump roper, perfect. I would, there were so many things I would never do in my life and I would just, it would crush, it would crush me and I would never do it. And I see a lot of people who are falling into the same exact, the same exact trap of if I'm not good at it right from the start, I must not be cut out for it and I must not be good at it. And so while I'm not an amazing jump roper, I decided, of course, I'll never get good at this if I have the attitude that I am not that person and I keep that and I hold on to that. It becomes like that self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm choosing to not be that person. So what I decided was all of those things, I actually want to play with it and see if I practice, can I get better at it? Still haven't conquered that pull-up. I'm still working on it. So if anyone has any tips, please send them my way. (laughs) I'm still working on the pull-up. haven't conquered that yet. But with jump roping, I've gotten so much better. Right now, I can probably do around... I think that the best that I've done is like 150 like revolutions at one time and I'm I typically hang somewhere around 100 or so and I'm feeling more and more confident the more that I do it. But if I don't and I just decide my progress isn't good enough and I you know it takes that that constant every day being willing to see this as your craft that you are willing to work at and make progress at. So whenever I would get discouraged with anything, I just have to remember what this means, what this is telling me is I just need more practice. I just need more practice, if it's something that I want. Now if I choose, I just don't wanna jump rope or I just don't wanna be the kind of person who plays an instrument, that's totally fine. And you might be like, hey, I just don't wanna be a mindful eater, I don't really care. Totally fine, that's your call. But if you're letting a story get in the way of that I can't make progress because I'm not good at it you're just gonna keep yourself stuck in where you're at. It is truly going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I decided I am just not a good jump roper, that would become true, and I would forever stay not a good jump roper. So if you're getting discouraged about your progress and you're overthinking it, and you're like, I'm just not good at it, I just can't do it, I really want you to think of how many years you've had of doing something one way. And now you are just starting to do it completely different. And know that if you are dedicated, to practicing and making that progress. As long as you are head in a direction, it does not matter how long it takes you to get there. I want you to think about being in this for life, not for the short game, not for the I can eat perfectly for a week because I will powered my way against it, but being in this and supporting yourself for the long game, being here for yourself, being willing to understand yourself And know that mindful eating is so hard when we live in an environment that really wants us to get on social media, turn on the TV, get addicted to watching things, you know, get disconnected from our bodies, get back onto our phones, crave certain foods. Like having that moment of mindful eating is not natural. It's not natural for most people because we have an environment that encourages us not to, to not listen to our hunger, to not listen to our bodies. We're surrounded in an environment that wants us to ignore our hunger signals and what we're doing and how we're feeling and check out. So know that it's going to take a dedicated effort to say, I want something different. I want to practice this like a skill. I want this relationship with my body. And just know that if you have that desire and you want to become that person, it's just going to take practice. And even if that means that you practice in a way that um, doesn't have anything to do with food. A lot of things have been a huge metaphor for life for me that have actually helped me improve my eating. So as weird as this sounds, some of you who know me closely know that I like to skydive. I'm actually, I have my skydive license. And the most amazing thing about skydiving for me was learning how to build a skill and trust with myself when i first started i was really scared i didn't feel competent enough i didn't feel like i'd be good enough i see all these cool skydivers doing all these amazing things and by showing up and asking for help and getting teachers and getting people to train me and support me I've gotten better and better and better. And while I'm still a rookie to the sport, I'm only at 100 skydives, which if you're in the skydiving community, you know that that's actually not a lot. It's a very low rookie number. 100 has gotten me so much further than zero and just saying, oh no, I'm not that kind of person who can. And it's created so much trust and confidence in myself to know if I just practice, I can get better. And so that's a lot what exercise has done for me I never grew up feeling like a strong person. In fact, when I was in middle school, if anyone remembers the nightmares of middle school, I had them, they were awful. Middle school is terrible. And it was terrible for me because I didn't feel confident with um, my how healthy I was and how strong I was. And even though I was tiny, in high school I was probably 90 pounds, I was so tiny, But I remember having to run the mile for gym class. If anyone remembers that, it was awful for me. And I remember running this mile and my throat hurt so bad from being out in the cold early in the morning. And I was so behind and I gave up and I just started walking and my gym teacher failed me. She failed me in gym class and was like, you didn't run it and you didn't run it fast enough and i was so angry and upset and embarrassed that i could not run the mile fast enough and so my whole life it's actually funny i've really identified with me not being a good runner and still to this day you'll hear me say i i don't like to have running partners i love to just run alone because that is still a pain point to me of like i'm not fast i don't like to run with other people i just like to do it alone so that i don't have to compare myself And to think of how long that story has held me back, even if I am slower than other people, just that I have identified with, I'm not a good runner, I probably shouldn't run. And to be able to just change the story around that, that if I work at it, I could make progress. If I want to be a faster runner, if I really want to work on it and go further or faster, it's something that I can do and not let my own old story really hold me back. So if you're struggling and you're stuck with like, I want to get better. I want to get better. And if you are in this for the long game, if you are just trying to willpower your way through dieting, great. You're going to make a lot of progress real fast, but you're probably going to end up right back where you started from square one over and over and over again. So if you're tired of that starting over and over and over again, I want you to really be in this for the long game. And just know that if you practice this long enough, if you stay in this, you there you won't not have growth you will you just got to give yourself some patience and love and some time to grow think about how long you've had these habits for maybe for 10 years 20 years 30 years 40 years some people 50 years and now all of a sudden maybe three months ago you decided i really want a different relationship to food and my progress and my health and my body it's gonna take some time But know if you are going in that direction, you are growing. So don't let you get in your own way of your progress because that will absolutely crush you and keep you stuck right where you're at. And one year later, you're going to be saying and wishing, gosh, I wish I just would have been okay with the progress pace that I was at. And I could have been doing really big, amazing things if I would have just stayed on that steady pace. So don't give up don't get discouraged. Remember the tortoise wins the race. Be in this for the long game. Keep going, keep moving forward. And you got this. I'm here. If you need any support, feel free to reach out. Everyone has my personal email, gwarful at gmail.com. Real simple. G-W-O-R-F-U-L at gmail.com. If you're struggling, if you need support, if this resonates, feel free to reach out at any time. I'd love to hear how you're doing.